Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame coach Alan Picorni. We're going to talk the first week of competition here with Bennington Wrestling. Uh, just a reminder, you can always send us some questions, either via Twitter or email us or let us know. But we'll run uh, run through this week's competitions, preview next week, and talk some general stuff here at the end before we wrap it up. So I guess let's uh, dive right into it. Thursday we had, or sorry, Tuesday we had our black and blue duel. Um, I guess go ahead and start off with that. Our inner squad, we were able to have some parents there. Um, had pretty much everybody set up with matches. Yeah, everybody that was able to wrestle wasn't injured mm-hmm. had a match. A couple had two. Um, well, it's always an interesting duel because it's... Uh, against our own team, and I know it's uncomfortable for some people to to uh, cheer, you know, for their child because they're cheering against somebody else. And so some people's uncomfortable, some don't care. <laughs> so, but uh, we try helping that out with. Uh, uh, we make it uh, when we separate the teams. We have our guys cheer for their own side, and and part of it is that uh, whoever. Um, wins the duel doesn't have to clean up afterwards so they get a little competitive with that and and so they're cheering making the noise and makes it a little bit more realistic um but uh um you know is it it normally this is pretty much the finals of all our our wrestle offs but uh, it wasn't quite the finals this time just because of how things went the previous week and but uh uh, there were still a few competitive matches out there, um, you know, and uh, and there were some matches did uh, they did lead towards uh, the the wrestle offs and the and the depth chart. So uh, still competitive matches, um, you know, and and ultimately in the end, whether it was that day or during the week, uh, uh, we were able to. Um, you know, get everything done as far as wrestle offs and and have our depth chart set now and and uh, that'll be that way for uh, another week um, and then following that we'll start having challenges challenge matches where guys can challenge uh, the person ahead of them and, and try moving up and and uh, um, you know including moving up and taking over the varsity spot too so uh, that's going to be uh, coming up uh, not next week but the following week. Um, you know, this, the ones that, uh, earned a spot this week there, uh, you know, already set through Boys Town. Um, but, uh, you know, some interesting things that, uh, are going on. Um, you know, we got, uh, uh, we, we got a very competitive group. There's a lot of, a lot of kids real close and, and especially in the kind of the middle to middle lower weights, a uh, hundred and, uh, 3238 uh, uh, and most of the guys kind of gravitate up to 38 and and 45 kind of around there and, and uh, so uh, um, you know that's a place where we got uh, three former varsity guys uh, currently on JV and um, you know these are all guys that I uh, I think highly of and think uh, uh, you know, they cracked the lineup, which is possible at any time that uh, they would also be able to be big contributors to our team. So, um, you know, some, the tough part is it's, it's difficult for 
those guys, but uh, um, you know the the positive from our end is that uh, um, it uh, really creates a, a stronger team. Uh, guys can push each other. Uh, they're you know everybody want you know the goal is always to make varsity and and uh, um, you know they keep working hard and getting better and and that uh, motivates them when. You know, and, and that's kind of what we're hoping that it, that does motivate them. If that doesn't, well, then that's that's not good. But uh, it generally motivates them to uh, to work harder and do a better job in practice, and and so that they can uh, earn back that spot. And um, and so it just they just push each other, and uh, uh, helps us out as a team. Helps it it really does help those guys too as in, in individuals, whether they realize it or not. And um, you know and and all those guys are still, uh, you know, underclassmen. They're not not seniors, and um, you know, so they keep working hard. If they don't get this year, maybe next year. But uh, also, that uh, that does te- teach you some life lessons too for the kids. That uh, um, you know, everybody wants varsity, uh, you know, but you, not everybody can be. So uh, the person who uh, works hardest. Um, generally gets it and uh you know and the, and sometimes you don't get always get everything you, you do want and you got to learn how to uh, to go out and earn that and that ha- happens in the wor- real world and you know in jobs and things like that someone gets promoted over you and and uh, uh you know that you know, may be disappointing but uh you don't give up you keep working hard and and uh, try earning that promotion in the future so uh exact same thing that's going on here and and uh so uh, those are good life lessons i um you know i hope those kids learn that and we try teaching them that and um you know never give up and that's what we're hoping and and because those guys are all still very very important parts of our team um so uh anyhow that's you know outside of everybody knows kind of the results uh, of the wrestle loss based off of who is wrestling varsity this week um so i don't know if there's much more you you have with the black and blue duel that you're thinking of now only other thing i have to add is i mean there's a little bit of bumpiness to start it it not only gives oh. the wrestlers a chance to to get used to things full dress rehearsal that sort of thing but it also lets um everybody kind of running the duel figure out what bumps and kinks this year we're gonna have we have a few more bumps to overcome usually you know tom's doing the the announcing so we're kind of all used to things but um you know with uh, mr kessel being a new ad um and tom not being able to do the announcing and stuff having a new announcer for the duels this year um and you know what equipment people know how to work with and stuff so we're we were able to you know find what bumps we need to overcome and um you know that way it doesn't affect us in a a duel with another team so we'll we have some tweaks we're going to be making for our duels to to work out those kinks and bumps and stuff so it's kind of another benefit it's not just the wrestlers get that got to work smooth things out and get things figured out we get to do the same thing too so yeah sometimes you have changes that happens and that was a was kind of interesting how that all started out because um you know i'd i'd uh, said what we've normally done in the past this is how it works and uh, and just uh, i think a misunderstanding of who un- understands which clock we're running because we do run 
for the duels in the past, we've run the clocks on the walls and then also uh, the track wrestling for the, the stat part and and uh, what we are required to do for the NSAA. And so we technically had two clocks going always. And so I think there's just a misunderstanding what clock was what. And we were going by what we we're used to. And all of a sudden the duel started and, and I was looking up. The clock's not running. And looked over and there's nobody nobody managing that clock. <laughs> so we had to stop it and, and figure those things out. And, and Chloe, one of our statisticians, I know she was real nervous. She's never ran that clock before, and but she did an excellent job for just being pushed into it right, right at that moment. And um, but yeah, we got plans for the future, and that was that was good to get that out then. I would, um, you know, it's uh, you know as far as that being embarrassing to, to happen there, it'd be ten times more when we got Omaha Central coming in, and looks like we don't have a clue what we're doing. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that that worked that stuff out. That was good. Alrighty, I guess uh, then we roll into Bennington Invite. We had a bit more setup to do this year. Not only did we have, um, you know, every now and then, or it seems like every other year, we have to work or you know wait to set up the gym until after var- the basketball games. This year, we also had to set up a bunch more rooms. We had mats up in the dynamic room, which are at the top of the bleachers. On one side, we had mats in the auxiliary gym for warm-ups. We had extra mats in our wrestling room for warm-ups areas. And then we've always had our the old weight room as our camp area, but we had have mats in there. So we were just setting up warm-up mats everywhere. So it was a lot of warm-up or a lot of setup and teardown even was quite a bit compared to normal. But off there's... Yeah, a lot of planning went into all this. Um, you know, a few weeks of planning, and and uh, it, you know, and interestingly enough, uh, tomorrow I have a meeting with Mr. Kessel. We're starting planning already for uh, the Badger duels. So uh, go from one to the next on planning. But uh, you know, first of all, I I, I do want to thank everybody, especially the parents, for all that they did. Uh, you know, it was the, uh, we asked parents to help out. I know. Uh, a lot of it was to get in, but uh, you also uh, did do have to do some work, and you know, and and uh, um, really appreciate all the work you did as far as everything from towel tapping, the, the clock. Well, mostly we had some experienced guys running the clocks, but people there to help run clock if needed, and and uh, floor security, and and mat cleaners. I mean, they, if they're they did an excellent job, if they. Uh, want to keep doing it we got uh, to show up at the school about uh, 320 they did a nice job so <laughs> 320 every day we we could use you but uh anyhow so uh really appreciate all that help that uh, uh everybody put in and we got a lot of uh compliments on how the tournament was run and and uh you know we generally do uh you know the experience we have over the years of running the tournaments we usually uh, do hear that but uh, this is a whole totally different year like you said there's so many more different things we had to do and protocols and and uh, so we did get compliments on that too and uh, running a safe tournament as possible and so uh, that was that was a team effort um, you know not just us planning it together but uh, also the the parents and the administration and also, thanks to our administration because they uh, uh, really appreciate uh, um, 
you know, Mr. Kessel, how he worked with us. Uh, I know that he's uh, doesn't know a lot about wrestling, and he admits it, and that's okay. But uh, he was really w very willing to work with us, and um, you know, and he's got to do his job to make sure we don't overdo things. And but uh, any time that uh, uh, he had a question on things, whether we should do it or not, and we talked about it, and if it made sense, he he went ahead with it, and and. Uh, um, you know, also a uh, little bit of a surprise. I didn't expect uh, breakfast for coaches this year. I mean, normally we do have donuts and stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, just the way with the COVID and everything, you can't really put a box of donuts out and let people grab what they want. And uh, so I would, I guess I just wasn't expecting anything and uh, and didn't hear about that. But uh, they, they, they did uh, get donuts and bagged them in individual bags for people. And so uh, that was a, a nice surprise. Um, you know, it's a little thing I understand, but, uh, it is a big deal to coaches and, and does make our tournament look better. And, and, uh, so I appreciate all, all that they did and he did to help out, um, with the tournament. Now, um, you know, as far as, uh, set up, I mean, is there anything else on there or I didn't want to start jumping in the tournament before no, you're I think ready. We're ready to roll right in, uh, how we actually wrestled in it, not just how we set it up and ran it, but how yeah, we that's, probably, that's even more important, <laughs> but, uh, just added a little extra this year. So I wanted to make sure everybody knew how much I appreciated that, but, um, tournament wise, um, I guess, uh, uh you know, first of all, uh, one thing I want to say is that we, um, you know, it, it, you hear this in in football, and Tom Osborne used to say this all the time. He always showed the most improvement from your first game to your second game, and and same with us. It's competition, and I notice that too every year. That um, you know, always seems like that first duel. There's you know a lot of rust and things that kick off, and and then the invite things are are much a little bit better. You can see that it's better. You see a lot of improvement in the kids. And uh, this year we didn't have a uh, a duel. This, uh, we kind of explained why it works better for our team long term um, to to go uh, the way we did the route we did with our schedule. But uh, one negative thing, and I knew this beforehand. Um, that uh it was going to happen was that uh we don't have that duel um before a bennington invite so we're going to come into the invite a little bit uh rusty um and i i, I thought we did um come in there a little bit rusty there was uh yeah and as we go maybe we could talk about that or maybe not but uh, uh we certainly have a lot to work on that's that's no question and um you know that uh, it is early in the year and and that's normal but uh um so anyhow i like i said we i felt like we were were pretty rusty i thought the first round went well um you know and generally first rounds in in tournaments like this uh with the seeding that if you got a good wrestler you should have a pretty good chance of of picking up first round win uh so but so i was pretty pleased with that uh second round got pretty rough for us um uh, you know we we uh won some matches that uh, we should win and we lost some toss-ups that uh, uh could go either way and i don't know i just uh, uh wasn't didn't feel we we did our best that round 
but uh, they came back and wrestled through and and uh, uh, you know finished the tournament well with 12 medalists and you know and that's yeah, I didn't put that in my newsletter yesterday I didn't realize that till afterward or didn't think about it but we actually had 12 medalists which uh, you know is pretty good uh, generally um, so real pleased with that and and you know if, uh, Kale was there. I think we would have gotten 13. I'm sure he would have probably finished in the top four. Uh, and uh, also, uh, you know, the other one, uh, you know, Hunter Thompson just had a, a brutal uh, bracket. So, um, you know, that uh, uh, we'll get in that more details there. But uh, team-wise, um, you know, we finished uh, uh, second overall. Um yeah, a pretty good gap between us and Columbus, and Columbus is a pretty good Class A team, and and Elkhorn South isn't too bad themselves. Uh, uh, I know Columbus was a top ten team last year, and uh, you know they're they're not uh, they lost a few people at the graduation, but uh, uh, they're still a pretty solid team. They they uh, wrestled uh, uh, Grand Island, who's highly rated in Class A, very tough in a duel the other day. Uh, so they're a solid team, and so finishing ahead of them, uh, Mike, uh, a lot. I mean, we were we had 166 points, and they had 117, so uh, that was good. Um, and one thing to come to think about or to note with Columbus is, and I could be a little bit off here, but I know because of the one pound allowance, they were able to get their roster more to what they're closer to what their roster will be as the season goes along because of descent plans. Whereas I'm assuming against Grand Island, they weren't able to get their roster to that position. So I would almost say they were probably stronger coming into the Bennington invite than they were with that duel with Grand Island. So, uh, you know, just another, another note on the strength of Columbus that, you know, and, and finishing well ahead of them. Um, so yeah, that, didn't realize that I guess, but uh, you know that was good. Uh, and Aquinas, man, they're solid. Uh, they're in Class B. They would be, uh, they might be the favorite in Class B. You know, they're they're they were state dual champions last year, and and uh, they return a lot of their guys. Uh, you know, they're they're just very tough, and and uh, you know, and a couple different things go different way, and have our you know our full lineup we. You know, we might have been able to challenge him a little bit, but uh, you know, just Adam Kale wouldn't have uh, himself wouldn't have done it. But uh, there's a couple matches here or there that uh, maybe if we um, have more experience down the road, and we had we were having sophomores going against our seniors too, and um, you know, in some situations, so uh, you just got that maturity that uh, uh, you know they're they're a mature team, uh, you know, and and they're returning off a state cha- dual championship from last year, and I know we're we're we feel that we have a, a solid team, but uh, you know we also understand that uh, we got a lot of youth in our in our uh, program. Uh, you know, there's five. If I think if I counted up right, there's five kids who've never wrestled a, a high school varsity tournament, um, and uh, a couple others spent a little bit of time last year on it, but. Uh, uh, you know, maybe a one one or two tournaments max just filling in here or there but uh, uh, so you know half our you look at that half our team is is uh, you know pretty inexperienced you know as far as varsity they're inexperienced but um, you know they got some talent so uh, it, but you got to get those nerves uh, 
you know get through those nerves and stuff like that and and the pressure of wrestling there so uh yeah that that was kind of the difference between i would say aquinas and us was was uh you know we were one person short but uh and i don't know if they had anybody they were missing i uh, didn't hear of any that they were missing um but uh, uh just the uh, maturity difference um you know we we had more sophomores and they had more seniors so uh uh you know so that's kind of how that went but anyhow jumping into some of the individual results um let's see we first had uh caden coil we right at 106 um you know caden's uh uh you know very experienced wrestler coming in and his first match you know i could you could tell he looked like he was nervous you know i had to help him get his headgear on and everything and um and uh, part of the reason why he's nervous you know i'd uh, heard that uh, he's wrestled this kid from columbus before in the past and and has lost to him so um right away he's gonna, gonna be welcome to high school wrestling against uh, someone who's beaten him in the past so uh nice win for for caden then um uh got the win in overtime but uh um, you know, I thought he was closer to scoring on several occasions. Um, just, just needs a little bit more work in a few areas, and and uh, uh, and, and he would uh, score on those situations. But uh, um, in his second match, then, and and really that was the kind of the final. The, the winner was gonna uh, the won the tournament, and and uh, um, Missouri, Missouri, excuse me, Missouri Valley kid. Uh, he was. Uh, um, he come into the tournament uh, in the CD meeting. They said that uh, he had uh, his three wins prior were all at 120 pounds. Um, obviously, he was on a on a descent plan, and so he was probably close to 106 pounds when, well, uh, you know, when he uh, uh, wrestled those guys at 120. So very undersized, but still picked up three wins at 120 and. And he did look like a, a, a big six pounder, and and uh, um, you know that size gave Caden a little bit of trouble. Um, but uh, I still feel that uh, uh, you know just a little bit better technique in certain situations, and um, you know I, I think Caden could have easily won that match, and and uh, uh, so you know that's good though, as good as I think Caden is. Um, we see some areas to, to work on and improve him. So um, if you said that he came in and there's nothing to improve and he wrestled like that, well, then that would be different. But uh, I think the ceiling is high for Caden. Um, uh, you know, we got some things to work on. We'll be working on those now throughout the season. And and uh, um, hopefully uh, by if he would ever see this kid again, that he, he would he would beat him. Now, he won't see him this year, but uh, – uh, possibly in the future, uh, back at Bainton Invite. Uh, you never know, and next year we'll turn the tables on him. Then we go to 113. Connor Wood uh, stepped in, you know, because Kale had been sick earlier this week, and uh, and uh, so uh, he wasn't uh, probably wasn't 100 percent yet, and and uh, you know, so uh, he wasn't going to be able to wrestle, and so Thursday night I. I actually contacted Con Connor to see if he can can make the weight, and uh, said uh, 
let me check my weight and I'll let you know. And, and, uh, he texted me back, said, I'm good. I can make it. So I was like, all right. I, you know, I didn't ask what it was and maybe I probably should have, but he made it. He, he <laughs> had to work a little extra before weigh-ins, but he made it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, and I found out later about how many pounds he had to lose from Thursday. I, I some of the kids are saying 10. I've heard anywhere from 8 to 10 pounds. So either way, that's a lot of weight to lose in a short period of time. And, um, you know, and he had to run that morning to make it. And he, he just barely made it in time. And so uh, from that standpoint, I appreciate his effort to get down. I I, I, mean, I wish we had more time to, to notify him so he could have been working on it earlier this week. But, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate the effort to get down and, and do what he can to help the team out. And. But uh, in the end, that probably took a little energy out of him and, and maybe, maybe not wrestle as well as he could have. And, but uh, um, he was there. He did what he could to, to help us out. And it really wasn't his fault that he had short notice. And, uh, but uh, appreciate that effort. Um, so as far as let's go to the next, Connor Ratonia, 120. Uh, you know, Connor's been looking good uh, this offseason, been working hard and, uh, you know, really developed some technique and, uh, you know, and, and, and more, I'd say, even variety of technique, too, that uh, better on his setups and things like that. So until you actually see it in competition, you never know. Uh, and I thought he looked good in several areas. Um, you know, in the semifinals, he ran into a very tough kid. Uh, this Bice from Columbus, uh, very solid. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a state medalist last year. And yeah, he was a state finalist state, last year. Yep, state finalist. And, and uh, you know, and so uh, Connor's not quite there yet, but uh, who knows, maybe uh, maybe someday. I, I, I think he's got the ability and he's got the work ethic. So, um, you know, he's going to catch up to him. I think last year would have – it wouldn't even been that close, and I know he ended up getting pinned by him, but uh, uh, he can't get much more in a pin. But uh, it's also how he how he wrestled. But uh, Connor did wrestle the other guy. He wrestled ironically twice, um, first round, and and then also for a third place match, um, and from Aquinas, Kavan from Aquinas, and and that kid's a pretty decent wrestler. Uh, so He's a state qualifier last year. Yep, state qualifier, you know, and you know, I, I I think they're thinking that he's a potential medalist for them, um, and uh, Connor beat him five zero and seven zero, and and I really thought his third place match, Connor looked good. It would look like one of his best matches I've seen him wrestle, uh, you know, in high school, uh, you know, not just uh, winning but also technique and and how he wrestled and and everything. So. Uh, you know, Connor's still got a lot, long ways to go. Uh, um, you know, so uh, that's a good thing. He's he's beating guys like that, and he's still got a long ways to go. So that, that shows that, yeah, he, you know, he, he may be one of those guys that, uh, you know, with his work ethic and his skill level and everything that, uh, uh, you know, we're we're hoping for some big state medals down the road and and uh, possibly in the top of the stand. So. Great tournament for Connor to start right off. Uh, my opinion, he's just going to get better as the season goes, um, just because experience alone. I mean, he's started wrestling middle school and 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 uh, he's just a sophomore, so it 
I think it's going to take off this year for him. Uh, next, we got Braxton. Uh, Braxton, uh, first tournament, fresh, you know, first high school tournament. He's a freshman. Uh, did a real nice job. Um, unfortunately, how things fell, I end up not seeing any matches outside of peeking over every once in a while looking. But uh, uh, we got some film on it, so uh, uh, you know, I, I like to see the matches of, of these kids so that. Uh, uh, you know, I know what to work on with, with them specifically, and uh, but I do like his results. Um, his first match, he avenged a off-season loss. Um, that kid from Columbus, I think, caught him sometime during the off-season, and I think they said Braxton was leading that match too, but got caught and pinned, so got a little revenge first match of the season, so that was good. And then he had uh, Zedek in the final, and you know, Zedek's a a senior state medalist, so pretty tough kid to, to come up against in the finals. And I thought Braxton wrestled with him well. Um, you know, he didn't get pinned, gave you know, gave up just a a major, but you know, barely a major. So wrestling a, a senior state medalist is and coming away with the without getting blown out is is pretty good. Well, I I would say that's not a blowout, but. Nothing against Braxton, I guess, but but he did get two pins right leading up to that, and I did look over there, peek over there in the third period, seeing it was only four to one. So, uh, you know, against Zedek and, and mm-hmm. right Zedek, I believe he got third at state last year. He was ranked number one, if I remember right. I don't, don't follow Class C as much as I used to since we're up in B, but but I do do kind of pay attention to to Zedek and, and really some of the Aquinas guys because I happen to be a Aquinas grad, but but uh, Zedek especially because um, know his dad real well, and and also his brother that's older and used to uh, wrestle around with Andy and did things together there, and um, you know, and and also I I coached Zach a couple times in the off season at some events that he needed a coach at, so um, I'm familiar with the kid, and he's he's tough. Uh, uh, possibly state champion this year and and Braxton was right with him four to one going in, you know into the third period and uh, got a little out of hand there uh he, and I didn't see exactly what was going on but I think he was putting legs in and, and getting some turns and and some tilts that uh, uh you know it's it, it's very tough when a guy starts tilting you uh, they can rack up a lot of points quick um you know so uh, uh and Zedek's real tough with those and and so it was a close match. It really was. The scores doesn't uh, uh, show how the match really went. And so really proud of Braxton for his first tournament, uh, getting out there and and uh, not being afraid of anybody and going after it and and uh, wrestling well. So um, I think he's got a, another one of those that has, has a high ceiling and, uh, you know, give the whole year to work, and we'll see where he's at the end of the year. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, that's kind of what we're looking at is, uh, we're young in a lot of spots, um, you know, that, uh, uh, Ian, I mentioned earlier about sophomores going against Aquinas seniors. Well, this is a freshman going as Aquinas senior, you know, so that's where we're, we're pretty young, in a lot of spots that if we can develop throughout the season, um, you know, most rankings were anywhere from, uh, I guess we're three to, to eight ranked in the three different polls three five and eight were ranked so um that'll help us you know finish a lot higher and hopefully take that 
state championship if we get these guys developed by then. But uh, a lot of work for by the end of the year yet. Uh, next up, we got AJ. Um, AJ just pretty much cruised through his. Uh, you know, AJ is one of those guys just just consistent. Uh, you never have to worry about him having big ups and downs. He goes out, takes care of business, and um, you know he's already got a year of high school under his belt. So uh, he's you know with his experience and youth and everything, he's he's like a veteran out there for us. And and uh, um, you know. Uh, like I said, just just consistent in what he does, and um, and he loves to go for pins. He he wants to uh, go for the pin record, and uh, it's kind of disappointing last year when he kept getting all these opens and forfeits, and you know, because he's at was a lower weight class where you see a little bit more of that, and uh, so it let Garrett pull away with that one. Uh, so he's he's going for that, and I like to hear that because pins are are big bonus points for our teams and. Uh, he did pick up two pins right away, and and uh, kind of a frustrating match in in the finals. Uh, you know, and here's a, where we have a sophomore going against a senior, and, and our sophomore beat the senior, so that was good. Uh, and that was a senior from Aquinas too. And another state qualifier senior. Yep. Yep. And and uh, you know that kid was very defensive, and uh, I thought AJ really controlled the match and. But uh, the kid was real defensive, and and so it was difficult for AJ to score on. And um, but uh, he scored enough, uh, uh, one three zero. And um, you know, but you're always nervous about your close matches. Somebody make one big move or or something that they can get the win. But uh, uh, you know, AJ always stayed in good position, and and you know, and got the, got the win. It seemed like more he, like he controlled the whole match, but uh, uh, the score stayed close and. And you really sometimes that's how underdogs like that, uh, you know, the, the kid from Aquinas would be was uh, seated lower than him. And uh, if you know your uh, the guys are returning state medals like AJ was, you know, sometimes that's what you try doing is keep that score close and and uh, be conservative and and then look for you know maybe scoring at the end to get pick up the win or something like that. And so uh, you know the kid wrestled AJ probably as best as he could. Uh, I know AJ was frustrated, but uh, uh, hey, you know that kid's doing what he has to do to win, and uh, and that's what we would teach too. So, uh, but a good tournament for AJ to start the year off. Um, Hunter Anderson uh, coming up next at 138 pounds, um, you know, end up fourth place. Uh, you know, Hunter's one of those kids that's got a unique style. Um, you know, and and. Uh, Sometimes that gives guys fits. Uh, um, ultimately, uh, you know, good solid technique will always win, but uh, uh, you know, unorthodox style sometimes catch people off guard. And, uh, and hunters, you know, with that style, uh, he'll he'll improve throughout the season. And, and you know, as far as his technique and, and stuff, because uh, really he's kind of still. Uh, I would say young in a career, um, you know, he never wrestled youth, uh, started in, I can't remember if it was seventh or eighth grade, but, uh, anyhow, he's still, uh, although being a junior, it's, it's time to start, uh, uh, figuring out the technique and, and I think he's getting there. It, it's just that it's early in the season and, and, uh, still a lot of rust to kick off. And as we drill and work throughout the season, you know, he'll, that technique will come back and, 
Uh, I thought he finished strong last year, and I, I think he's going to finish even stronger this year. And um, you know, and the and he the guys who beat him were were all very good wrestlers. So uh, you know, nothing to to be ashamed of. That uh, Boys Town kid that beat him was a, a state qualifier, and and uh, really they talked a lot about him last year being real tough. Um, and then Missouri Valley uh, that beat him was six and one. Uh, or is six and one after the tournament. He's undefeated coming into the tournament, uh, but you know only had one loss, and I don't have the bracket up here. But but uh, uh, anyhow, I, that guy is a, is a solid wrestler, and and uh, Hunter was it was in the match, um, yeah, lost eight to three, but a couple situations you change around, and all of a sudden he's winning it. So uh, just as as he develops his technique and kicks that rust off. Um, uh, you know, a late season match against that guy maybe maybe catches him, gets a win, and um, but I, I think he closes the gap on a guy like that. Um, and then moving up to uh, 145, uh, we have Jonathan Williams. Uh, you know, Johnny's a, a sophomore, but uh, really he's a freshman experienced wrestler because uh, he played basketball last year. Um, you know, there's been other smart people that played basketball that converted over wrestling in their <laughs> sophomore year and and did well. So, uh, you know, Johnny saw the light and he's now he's wrestling. But uh, he, he's one that I think has a lot of talent um, through youth wrestling. He, you know, he never went with the uh, Badger Elite, uh, you know, which is is okay. But uh, uh, I think at that because he was doing both basketball and wrestling at the same time, and so that was a lot of time involved and. So uh, mostly with just the you know, he didn't go with the elite guys, but he you know he, but he did stay with it for up up till middle school about, and um, so he does have some experience, but uh, uh, you know he's very talented, uh, very athletic, um, and he had to beat two former varsity guys out for the spot. So and and both those wrestle offs were very tight and very close, but. Um, you know he, he did get the win and and uh you know another thing that really you really start thinking about it uh he only had six practices coming into this tournament and uh six practices in wrestling since eighth grade and, and that's in the last two years so because uh, he had to sit out uh you know because of the uh, crazy year we have with the quarantine so he missed the first two weeks of practice pretty much and and uh and, and there's a lot of practices in there with the two-a-days and stuff. And uh, so conditioning-wise, you know, he's not even close. And, um, you know, and, and, and I've talked to Johnny about this, and, and he understands, and, and that's good not to get down on himself, you know, at this point. But uh, he had a great tournament finishing third. Uh, you know, he won his first match, and, uh, you know, he got, got a pin on the kid. It was – uh, and I, I, ironically, he had to wrestle him later too. But uh, in the second match, um, you know, he had a. I guess I should pull up some bracket. I'm going through. We had Nicolite from Aquinas, who's a state runner-up last year. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, that's he just running a bus all there. Uh, yeah, Nicolite being a state runner-up, I knew he was very good. Now he's a he's a junior, but uh, still. You look at him physically compared to Johnny, you know, uh, when they're standing out there that, 
you could tell our guy was a sophomore and the other guy, um, you know, he, maybe he's an old uh, junior, but uh, he physically he was much more developed and, and certainly a state uh, runner-up, obviously real, real tough. So uh, Johnny got uh, an education there on what it takes to get to that level, and, and that's good because you need to see those things sometime, uh, sometimes so you, you know what you need to do, what it takes to get there. But uh, uh, Johnny came back, uh, finished third, had to wrestle the Missouri Valley kid over again, and and you could tell that uh, he's not quite in shape because he had a good lead, and uh, and the kid came back on him and tied it up and uh, went in overtime. But uh, Johnny has been doing a nice job digging deep in overtime and and yeah. uh, in wrestle offs and in in competition and, and getting the takedown. So uh, imagine when he's got some. Uh, when he when he gets in shape and uh, and usually can I, I say it takes about three to four weeks to get in true wrestling shape. Uh, so uh, he's he's got another about three more weeks. So once he gets in shape, uh, he's going to be uh, you know uh, much better. And also, like I said, six practices. I mean, shoot, when we when he gets some time to to. Uh, drill his technique and and uh, uh, you know and improve on what he's doing. Uh, you know we he's another one that I I really think has a high ceiling and and uh, we're hoping by end of the year he's he's surprising some people and but definitely great you know potential for a great career coming up and uh, started out real good with uh, finishing third in his first high school tournament ever so. Uh, moving up to 152, we got uh, Connor Breck. Uh, Connor uh, was the first seed, but uh, there were, you know, there were several guys real close, and so things were kind of mixed up. And unfortunately, um, I, I believe that the champion. Well, I, I'm sure that the championship match was in the semifinals. That really yep. was. I mean, because. Uh, um, that Schmidt from Aquinas, he, uh, you know, pinned everybody else other than than Connor. And in Connor's match, it was a very very close two zero match. Um, there was a situation in there that, uh, you know, we'd re-drill go behinds every day, and and uh, uh, you know, and kids have a habit of spinning around too fast, and not you know, not getting their anchors and all that, and and we constantly preach that, and and. Uh, um, you know, and, and it's normal. There's a lot of kids do this. So it's, it's not that, uh, Connor's not listening or anything like that. He, he listens and he works hard in practice. It just, it was one of those times where he thought he can get around behind him. If he had just stayed with the technique and, uh, trust the technique, it's kind of like in football, you hear them talking about playing within the system. You know, if they go outside the system and, and think they're going to play and then they mess up. You know, in football, that's that's exactly what it is here. You you, you wrestle within the the system and uh, the techniques, and and you do it right, and you're gonna uh, be more successful than if you think you can do something else. And it, you know, and I know it. It seems like yeah, if I spin around real fast, I'll get him. But uh, if you don't do it just right, it's they have opportunities, the good athletic ones, and and that's what we talk about all the time. It's you're gonna you're gonna get that on. 95 percent of the kids but those top five percent that's you're not going to get it on and and uh, this kid was good um 
was the champion and he pinned his guy in the finals so uh you know just a little thing for connor to and, and he knows he we, we talked about it and and uh uh you know you'll next time you won't and you'll get the win so uh that little thing like that that changed the whole whole match possibly but connor did a good job coming back um you know you like seeing that when guys have things not go go well and and a lot of that might be just you know rust from you know early in the season and if we had a duel the other day maybe he doesn't do that and he wins that match and and goes on to be champion and we're talking about how how he's a champion but uh um but still you know like i said he came back and, and got two pins to, to finish third and so uh still real excited about uh where he's going to be at at the end of the, this season um and uh, uh you know anytime someone loses a close match like that they could easily kind of mentally go down but he didn't and and uh did great um okay at 160 we uh we have blaine uh you know blaine last year was spent a little bit of time early on in varsity before uh we had a, some shift in weights just because it seemed to work better for uh the team and unfortunately and anytime you uh you move guys around there's always somebody that's more happy and somebody less happy um but blaine took it you know in stride and did a nice job we just keep working hard and and motivate him to work hard in the off season and uh you know he he's looking a lot better and i thought he wrestled very very well this weekend because um, you got to remember he's just a sophomore at a at a big man's weight or not necessarily a big man but medium sized big <laughs> juniors and seniors you know this is a weight that dominated obviously by juniors and seniors and, and he's a sophomore still and uh, you know that welch from elkhorn south i believe was a, a state well i know he's a state qualifier um i don't think he meddled but uh but uh he was a state qualifier and i believe El, the guy who got other guy who beat Blaine was also a state qualifier. Yep, they're both state qualifiers. Eller or um, Welts won the turn the invite last year too. Yeah, so uh, you know Blaine wrestled very well. Uh, uh, you know, especially for a sophomore and, and wrestled with more confidence this year. I, and I thought wrestled better. And he had I've seen him wrestle in a long time. Um, you know, and, and he's just a sophomore again. And, and like we said earlier about us, our sophomores against going against Aquinas and seniors, here's another example. Uh, you know, for third place, you know, where our sophomore lost a 10-3 to decision to um, a senior from Aquinas that, uh, um, you know, that's really tough. So, uh, you know, these sophomores, is a, I, yeah, they continue to develop throughout the whole season um, they could become pretty solid. Um, and not only this year, but, you know, the future looks real bright for them. So real happy where, where Blaine uh, was at and what he did. Um, we go to 170, uh, Joe Wells. Real happy for Joe. Uh, he won his first varsity uh, uh, medal, um, you know, and uh, so real happy, you know, Joe's, the only senior in our lineup today um we still got aiden devaney's been sick and so he hasn't been been back and you know he'll obviously have a chance to wrestle off for a spot but uh, those are our two seniors that we have on the entire team but joe's the only one in our lineup 
this weekend and uh, so happy for him that uh, uh, you know all the years of, of sticking with wrestling and and working uh, you know in practice every day and um, you know and and uh, it finally paid off for him and and uh, got a fourth place medal and you know he's got some uh, advantages that he could use that we we talked about to help him have more success and I and uh, uh, so hopefully that uh, you know this gives him confidence that uh, uh, he can have some success this year and and uh, so that's what we're we're shooting for but real proud of him for for getting a medal only lost to one kid yeah yep one, lost to one and well, he lost twice to the same kid. Right. So. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. So I know he had lost twice. He had to get in fourth. But, uh, yep, you're right. The same same guy. So, um, you know, he's definitely earned his spot. All right, 182. I kind of mentioned something earlier. Hunter Thompson. You know, I with before I really looked at this weight, I kind of like, wow, what, you know, Hunter had a, a bad day. And, you know, um, but uh, you you look at uh, um, you you really take a, a deeper look at it and and uh, poor Hunter he had a tough bracket because <laughs> uh, you know, the first match you lost to an Aquinas kid um, those darn Aquinas kids you know they I think it was someone many years ago that got that ball rolling but anyhow <laughs> Craig shaking his head but uh, so. You know, Hunter lost his first match to Aquinas kid, and um, you know, in, in the seeding meeting, it was uh, a toss up between those two who gets which seed, uh, and because uh, uh, they're both similar, so uh, we expect it to be close. Um, but uh, and, I, and Hunter ended up getting pinned. I can't remember what specifically happened in that match, but uh, during the match, I need to look back at some tape, but. Uh, um, you know, well, he got that, the first takedown and uh, okay, yeah, and I think they got in some kind of scramble or I I like I said I got to go back and look, but uh, they end up getting pinned and um, and that guy turned out to be pretty darn good, because um, uh, Hunter's next match I mean he won the next match after that and then then the the match he lost in the consolation semifinals. Um, was a Ballard from Boys Town, and and uh, Ballard is a he's a returning state medalist, uh, and also a uh, currently ranked uh, number two in one of the rankings and number three in another ranking. So, um, you know, very tough. And I mean, shoot, here's a guy that's ranked number two and number three in a state, and he got fourth in in that bracket. So that's how tough that bracket really was. And um, you know, and and Hunter wrestled him fairly close, seven to two. I mean, that's not a uh, not a total beating, but uh, but uh, for a guy that's uh, you know it's just ranked two or three in the state, you know, Hunter's not that far behind, and and uh, you know, Hunter's one of those guys too. That's uh, if if you look back at um, his whole career, he's you know started middle school, so uh, this is about the time it, it takes for guys to to really start reaching their potential um in their career when they start that late and and so that's kind of what we're hoping to hunter by the end of the season uh you know he's he's on the podium at state and earning the state medal and you know if if ballard is true to his ranking around two or three in the state uh you know wrestling that tight you know hunter's going to be in the 
in the hunt, no pun intended, <laughs> for a state medal. So uh, originally it was thought, like I said, I thought he had a bad day, just had a bad day. But uh, upon, upon further review, um, it was just a, a tough day. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's why we wrestle, we try wrestling tough competition so we learn about ourselves. And, and uh, that's kind of what we're uh, you know, going to hope from Hunter, that uh, he learns from this and, and keeps getting better. Um, and, and I'm sure he will. So, uh, that, that, those results weren't as bad as I thought after I really saw it. Um, although it'd been even better for you to beat those guys, but, um, oh, and by the way, I, if I mentioned that, that, that Aquinas kid did beat Ballard too. So that Aquinas kid was probably, if he's in class B, he's rate, rated probably two or three in the state. So both guys that were probably, uh, you know, we'll have a lot of success at the state tournament that uh, Hunter lost to. Um, all right, 195. Um, Luke didn't mess around. Uh, he <laughs> only wrestled a minute 29 the whole time. So I guess we're going to have to work him harder in practice so he gets in shape because <laughs> he, <laughs> he's not getting it in, in competition. But, uh, uh, oh, he'll get some down the road, I'm sure. We we try finding tough competition for everybody, but uh, uh, so anyhow, he uh, he had a great tournament. Nine second pin, started off with forty five second pin, and and uh, then a thirty five second pin, and and uh, you know the first two, yeah, they probably weren't uh, uh, studs, but they weren't. You know, the Columbus kid wasn't a horrible kid. I mean, he's a senior, and and uh, um, you know, so he. He's obviously got some wrestling. He ended up third place. Um, and uh, uh, the Aquinas kid, if I remember right, he's uh, was a state qualifier last year um, and also getting uh, some mention in the rankings. Uh, yeah, I didn't see – I don't think he was in the, um, the NE wrestling rankings. Uh, I haven't seen the NSWC rankings. They haven't came out for Class C yet. And I do know the Husker Matt mentioned him as he doesn't have the rankings yet for them, but he was mentioned in there. So uh, certainly a guy that's uh, on the verge of uh, being ranked in state, and, and uh, Luke pinned him in 35 seconds. So uh, that, you know, that earned uh, Luke the Outstanding Wrestler Award, um, and, that's, and that's voted on by coaches. So... Uh, you know, you got to get the respect of the coaches, and that's uh, so, um, you know, a nice award for Luke to get for that. Um, we just need to get him some more mat time to, to get in shape, and uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll get that in the room. We'll, we'll make him work hard there. Um, so real nice tournament for Luke there. We go 220, another, mat, another uh, uh, result I was very, very pleased with. Um, you know, Carter Lurch, I thought he wrestled the best I've seen him in his career, which I would hope that every year you, you say that, that they get better and better. Uh, but I thought he, he looked like a good wrestler, you know, not just a guy that got lucky out there. Um, and, and I'm not saying he did in the past, but uh, anyway, being how tall Carter is, you know, there's times that uh, he had a little awkwardness to him in, in wrestling. And, um, you know, and, and that's, partly because he's he was young and and uh and growing and so until he grew into his body and and maturity uh he started looking good this year uh 
still still stuff to work on um you know as tall as he is he he, he needs to work on his leverage and that's something that we we talked about during the tournament you know because i i saw him in you know i was uh matt side with a couple of his matches and and uh, we had so we had some discussions on that and i thought he did a real good job and uh, of adjusting to that and in, uh, in his third place match and and uh, that kid was a pretty solid kid that uh, he beat, um, you know, from Missouri Valley. I mean, he wasn't bad. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, good win for Carter too. I mean, not just. I mean, he didn't just get lucky. He he earned it, and uh, you know, and he's another one of those guys that didn't start till middle school, and and uh, you know, now he's a junior. Now he's starting to uh, come around, and and. Uh, so hopefully he can use some of the strengths that he has and the advantage that he has against people and and uh and have a good season so that and good career down the road here but uh, uh so I was real happy with it, with with Carter were you know he is also his first uh, real varsity tournament um yeah I know he's been in a tournament before as a a varsity tournament as a JV you know but uh you know first real varsity tournament that he had that was all varsity um and like i said re- really happy with where he finished because um, uh, that was a weight that uh, uh you know we're hoping that uh um you know aiden we got aiden still coming back like i said you know aiden has varsity experience from a couple years ago and um you know so uh, how much rust he has to kick off and and so it's it's gonna be a a battle between those two for that varsity spot at 220 and so but i'm pleased to see that that uh you know whoever we're going to put out there is going to going to do well um and that's that's going to be a big boost to our team this year because uh, that was kind of that was one of the weights i say was kind of unknown yet on uh you know since they're both new and and uh to the varsity spot as far as this year goes but Anyhow, let's go on to 285, the, the big guys. Um, you know, Jake uh, uh, kind of ran into a bus all there that first match. I mean, he had a bye the first round. Then the second match, semifinals, had the Omaha Northwest kid. And, and that kid came out all fired up. And and he was digging and reaching and swinging and everything for all he was going to do is throw, a guy, throw somebody. And that's pretty much what he did to jake he finally caught him with the headlock and got a pin and um i think that danner in the finals i think he threw the mo valley kid twice and maybe even at least one of them i don't know if twice or three times but one of them didn't even count for anything so that kid was a thrower and knew how to throw and wasn't afraid to go for it and so not surprised after seeing his finals match the way the way that one turned out yeah, those guys are are always dangerous if they know how to throw, um, especially big guys. Because uh, usually, if you got a guy that's a thrower, you try staying low and and you shoot on them as they're reaching. And and uh, I mean, you still do that with a big guy, but uh, it, it's harder for those big guys to get down there. <laughs> Plus, then the you know then it, it changes their style because most you know uh, you know Jake's more of an upper body guy, underhooks and things, um, and, and that's going to work. Uh, you know, for him the best, and he he's really getting better at that. Um, 
but uh, he's also going to have to learn how to uh, defend uh, those type of situations where guys start all they're doing is going for throws. Uh, there's no reason why he couldn't as the guy starts reaching, you know, he's you know drop down on a you know, snatch single or something like that, and um, that, you know that's something we've got to work on, and um, you know, and and that comes back to just experience. You know, Jake started in eighth grade, and um, you know now now he's going into his junior year, so he really had two years of experience, two real full years of experience, and you know because. Middle school is more of an introduction to wrestling than it is a experience, but um, you know it's an important inter- introduction. But uh, uh, the real experience comes when you start getting to high school, and and uh, or if you do club. Um, so Jake is still relatively new in, in my book to the sport and developing his his stuff, and, uh, and this is something he need, he's going to probably need to to learn how to how to defend and and because uh, you you do get those big guys that. Every once in a while, that's all they're going to do is come at you and try throwing you. And if you can stop that, uh, there's no way they win, um, you know, because they have nothing else. Uh, but uh, uh, that was just one match. Um, you know, Jake didn't get frustrated. That was good. Uh, he came back and got two pins, and I thought looked good uh, when he was on top. Um, you know, as soon as he got on top, he he pretty much turned him and pinned him. So, um that's good. I, I I really like what he he had done there, um, and if he stays with that and and even expands on his technique from there, you know he's gonna he's gonna be tough uh, on top because any any anytime you can turn a big guy, uh, you know that's great because uh, uh, they don't get off their back very well. Um, just because you got. 250 plus pounds laying on top yet i know not too many people can get off of that so out from underneath that so um you know i real excited about jake's development how he's coming along and and again he's uh, it's one of those that he's just starting to take off that um you know he, he you may see a much better wrestler by the end of the year and i and i think you see a real good wrestler right now so um you know, it's been kind of a common theme through a lot of our weights is, uh, you know, a lot of potential there. So, um, you know, we're we're hoping to get those guys by end of the year to where we can win a state title. Um, I know every, a lot of people say next year's our year. Well, you never know about next year. You can't can't count on that. You you don't know about injuries and you don't know about illnesses and, and obviously with a crazy year like this, you don't know about pandemics now it's kind of a new one but uh don't don't count on next year let's let's take care of business this year and and uh then next year we'll we'll worry about that um so that's kind of our our goal this year is to really help our guys develop we you know we we got a lot of guys and um you know that, that have a high potential but uh aren't there yet um and it's not easy to to get there this fast, but we're gonna we're gonna try. Um, so that's really kind of a wrap for me as far as this invitational or, or results. I don't know, what do you think, Craig? Get more to add to it? Not really. Um, I think we we covered it all. I definitely seemed like there was a lot of rust, but there were a lot of good flashes, especially with the young guys uh, of things where um, you can see see uh, a lot of potential with them uh here in the future and hopefully you know next week 
and going forward through the season we see we see those flashes become the norm so that's nothing really else to add there um i guess we can roll roll in next week um no duels again no duels but uh i knew the jv do have competition on monday um you know going out to fremont uh they wrestle against fremont and uh elkhorn south so uh, good for them to get some experience. Um, you know, it's it's going to be, uh, you know, I, just, I know it's a broken record, but a weird year for them. Uh, they get to, uh, uh, so we, we need to give them as many matches as possible. Usually we with our schedule normally, uh, it's a pretty good schedule. Uh, Competition-wise, they can generally get uh, uh, at least 25 to 30 matches. Um, you know, and, that, and that's a, it's a good, solid uh, season for a lot of those young guys um you know but this year i you know there's going to be times where maybe we can't get that i mean there may be some guys not getting those um you know for example fort calhoun next weekend that's the fort calhoun uh, jv invitational generally we take the whole team and all the jvs and they all go and and all get matches and you know sometimes they're put in the same weight class because we have multiple guys in a weight class and um you know and so they they all get to wrestle though but uh this year with the uh, uh dhms and the nsa restrictions on uh how many participants you can have in a tournament um they can only have 112 so we're only allowed to take uh our first uh first string jv uh so there's going to be some guys missing out on going and um you know which is unfortunate but uh, uh nothing we could do about that so that's why this thing on on monday is very important because um, that stays under the 100 with with the being three teams only that stays within the 112 and uh, what they'll do is they'll just match up kids based off weight and um, i'm assuming they experience too but uh, uh, mostly weight um, and so they'll they'll get a couple matches and and that's good for them um then I guess since we're talking to Calhoun, I suppose. Well, we... I guess real quick for anybody who listens before tomorrow's tournament, you know, it's a as a triangular. It's at Fremont. I don't know if we mentioned that or you know, people want to. Obviously, if you look on the website, it says. But this year it's at Fremont, so don't go to Elkhorn South. <laughs> yeah, it's a rotating uh, event. It goes between the schools. So following year will be back in Bennington, but uh, it's a five thirty start. Um, and uh, if I remember correctly, uh, two parents per uh, athlete, so uh, at least you can get in there. That's one of the nice things about Class A schools. Plus, it's a smaller event than what was this weekend. You know, they have bigger uh, gyms, so more people can get in. And um, but uh, uh, I'm sure there's two per uh, athlete. If there's anything different, I'll send something out later about that. that uh, to let you know and uh, and uh i'll try doing that anyhow uh kind of some information on that because I, th- I think you might want to some people may want to know what's going on um so anything more on that craig i know you, you nope. nope all right so jumping in the fort calhoun since we on jv uh, they uh i believe they also uh, also allowing it i think it says 
family. Yeah, it says Abby. it doesn't really say family pass list. So I'm not quite sure if that's two or or what that means exactly. Yeah, we we don't really know what that means, and we you know we'll find out or before, parents pass list. Yeah, we, we'll find out before the weekend. But uh, um, you know, we were focusing on getting our invite going, so we didn't get in those details yet and find out what they mean and. And sometimes too, you with all this stuff going on this year, you uh, we're, we're focused on Bainton Invite now. We're turning it on to Boys Town and and the Fort Calhoun and Fremont, and and so we read into things like that, and we're like, oh, what what does that mean? So we'll uh, we haven't had a chance to find out. Well, we don't want to be looking too far ahead because with everything the way it is, I mean, we could get an email, you know, our our information two weeks out, and all of a sudden the week of things are changing. So. Um, definitely, even though we may say something, be on the lookout for emails or updates or anything else that, uh, with updates, cause, cause things could always change on us, especially this year. Yep. So, um, that'll be one, I, again, we, we already said this, I guess one athlete per weight class for us. Um, then that's based off of how our wrestle offs went. Um, so, uh, and if anybody's changing weights because of descent plan there's a possibility that i think one of them might be it depends on what he weighs on monday <laughs> uh he, he, we might have one change of weight if we anytime a guy changes a weight because his plan allows him they they're allowed the opportunity to wrestle off uh, for a position um so uh, there might be something out there but uh for the most part not much is going to change from what we had um, but, uh, start time on that. Do you have that sheet in front of you there? Yeah. Let me pull it back up. I just dropped it. Let's see here. Start time is going to be nine o'clock at, at Fort Calhoun. So okay. a little earlier. But and the teams you got, I didn't bring yep, that sheet. We've got, guys at though. obviously Fort Calhoun and us there. Um, Lewis Central, Miller North, Millard South, Omaha Bryan, Papillion La Vista, Ron Colley, Skyler, Takema Herman, and Westside. So it's a, it's a lot of bigger schools, even though I guess Fort Calhoun's been right on the edge of B and C lately, but you know, we see a lot of class A schools there as well. So usually we got to see at least a few of them because when they're you know, they got more kids, so but this year we might not see as many. So yeah, it's great competition for our guys and um you know, and that's that's what we want. We want to give our uh, JV guys uh, matches against great competition as much as possible because there's any any moment they may need to step in and and uh, you know, n- no question this is this is one of those years. It's more uh, very more possible than in in the past. So uh, we ha- want to have those guys ready. And uh, you know, because we we got three guys out there that's. You know, had varsity experience, but we want to uh, give them great experience in, on the JV level so that they're prepared to step in any time or, or even help them with their development uh, anyhow. So um, not much more about exciting about that um, information there. Um, so Boys Town, uh, this year it's going to be different. Uh, in the past, it's uh, been two-day tournament. This year they... I went to a one-day tournament, um, and that would have happened no matter what. Uh, that was planned before the pandemic happened. Uh, they were talking about it last year when we were at 
the tournament because um, you know it, it's just kind of over the last several years with the Council Bluffs tournament going on across the river they've they've kind of taken a lot of their quality teams and teams out of there that um, and their numbers as far as the teams they had have been dropping and 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 so it's really become a, a smaller tournament anyhow and so they finally decided to make the move to make it a one-day tournament rather than trying to boost it and make keep it where it was at uh so uh um it's a 10-team tournament it's basically just like the bennington invitational as far as number of teams um you know the i do feel it's a little bit better team uh, tournament stronger tournament depth wise than what we had at the at bennington this year um you know, but uh, and just because mostly we got uh, four ranked teams where we had two. Now, we had some other good teams there. You know, like I said, Columbus and, is not a bad team, and Elkhorn South is a, is a good team. But, uh, you know, we, we got four teams here that are better than, than them, so at least on rankings. Um, we got Omaha Central's ranked number five in Class A. Uh, they're there. Uh, Blair's ranked number seven. In class B and and uh, also Waverly is ranked number nine in class B and uh, yeah and also uh, we're ranked also so four ranked teams and in there and and uh, so you know there's gonna be some quality wrestling in there and and uh, but otherwise it's probably fairly similar to what we have with ten teams and how to run um, starting at ten o'clock just like we do and so i'd expect something similar as far as times go and and uh since boys town was at our tournament i think they're taking a look at how we're running things so that that's probably what they're going to do um something similar as far as um you know keeping things separate but uh you know so i'd say something similar to what we're running um unfortunately they also are not uh taking fans or allowing fans into the uh, arena which you know i thought there'd be you know last week we talked about it i thought they would but based off their size of, of a building but um you know talking to someone and I, I i think there's also a different kind of concern that they have is you know they have kind of all their kids are on campus and they kind of have a closed you know real closed community type thing with the kids and all that that you get some infections coming in, and all of a sudden, it spreads like wildfire across their campus. And they're trying to keep people out as much as possible. So maybe we should be thankful. I guess we're wrestling because they could easily said, "No, we're not going to wrestle or do any athletics here on the campus," and and all that. So uh, you know, depends how you look at it. But they should have it live stream. Um, yeah, I heard that they are. Uh, so. Uh, Hopefully we can find that and get that information out to you uh, exactly where to go uh, to watch it and you know and you know without the fans that really um, really stinks always and um, you know but uh, once the kids start wrestling like I said you know I it's the match itself it, it's everything's back to normal but uh, the only thing different is you don't have the excitement of the fans and the cheering and all that and. And obviously, we like to have our our fans there to to watch, and and I know the parents like to be there, but um, that's kind of how it's going to be this year. 
unfortunately there's yeah i i don't know what else we could do but uh hurry up get that vaccine here or something (laughs) but why you know kind of going off you talk about that why i saw some encouraging news last night when i was home watching the news that uh um saw that uh across nebraska the a number of people with covid in hospitals is is dropping and it dropped from the orange to yellow based off the you know the governor's um color coding or whatever it is so things are turning and heading in the right direction at least um i'm not saying we should all get comfortable uh keep doing what we're doing that causing it to to turn around and go the right direction so uh that's encouraging for the future because for a while there the way it was going kind of wondering if if we're going to have a season but if it keeps you know if it's doing what it's doing now and turning around um you know i i confident we'll have a season it just might be still some bumps in in the road a lot as we go but so just off track there um i don't know anything else about boys town i mean we i guess the teams are that's we're there we got boys town blair elkhorn north fort calhoun Omaha Central, Omaha Northwest, Omaha Roncalli, Wahoo, and Waverly. So different, it's going to be a different feel from the past. Um, It's kind of been slowly shifting towards a different feel than the past over the last few years. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, But uh, you're going to have some, like I said, we had four, there's four top ten teams, but there's a few other teams are, to, to put it nicely, they're they're struggling a little bit or, or new in and in experience. I mean, Elkhorn North, a brand new school. Uh, then there's a couple others that uh, uh, are fairly new. So um, I, I think it would be good to to get a chance to see Blair and Central and Waverly ahead of uh, you know early in the season. Um, Blair's always been tough, and and Central will have a duel with them in a little over a week. So we'll get to see some of their, you know, probably wrestle some of their match, their kids and, and see others. And then obviously we'll see Waverly, um, EMC and state and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be good for us in that way. Um, you know, it's not what it used to be, but, uh, yeah, it's still got some good things in there. Um, we had actually, uh, gotten accepted to go into that council bluffs tournament, uh, back in the spring, uh, and we're lucky to be able to get back into Boys Town, um, you know, because uh, they could easily have said no. You guys left, and and, and part of that's because we kind of left. Yeah, you know, we we were honest with them. We told them we were looking. Um, you know, we we're going to get that big Council Bluffs tournament that had multiple states attending, and uh, but. Uh, uh, last spring when everything started happening they kind of put things on pause and decisions what they're going to do and 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 i was told by the guy i know the guy who runs the tournament um and he told us we were we we're going to be in but uh they decided to cancel it this fall and uh because of the different states that were going to come and they just couldn't didn't think that it was they could run it and they they couldn't be sure if those people show up or not at the time, so they it was going to cost way too much money for them to operate, and so all the unknowns they you know a lot of those big tournaments like that across the country have have uh, canceled um, just because when you have multiple states coming 
Uh, you know, not just a neighbor state like we had Missouri Valley, Iowa came over there. It's just one one team, but when you have five or six different states represented, you you just don't know. And so, anyhow, they canceled, and we were able to jump back into Boys Town. And uh, so, uh, you know, one team that's missing, I I really wish was there was is Aurora. Um, would have liked to have seen them too, but but yeah, it'll give us a good look uh, ahead at Omaha Central and and uh, also Blair and Waverly when we get to the EMC duels. We'll we'll uh, uh, you know have a better idea what what they are. I mean, we pretty much know them anyhow since we wrestle them every year. But uh, uh, it's always good to see wh- who what they have for new kids and what their lineups are looking now and and everything. So. Um, so it'll be good for that part. So, kind of anything else we got on there, Craig? Not really. I think uh, once we find out where the streaming is going to be hosted at, whether it's YouTube or something, or Strive or something else, you know, we don't know yet. But once we know more about that, we'll obviously get that information out over email and probably social media, stuff like that. So um, we'll make sure to get that info out. Um, I guess that kind of... Rolls in a, one other thing I wanted to talk about outside of the competitions was was the streaming. Um, I think we touched on it a little bit last week, but I wanted to make sure to cover it. Um, all our home invite or home events will be streamed on Bennington TV. Um, <clears throat> Bennington TV is the website. You can search Bennington TV on YouTube if you want to watch it on the big screen or whatever. Um, if you have a smart TV that, or like an Apple TV, something like that, where you can get the YouTube app on there. Um, so I know the school's been doing a lot with uh, picking up a lot of the streaming for the other sports and doing it on the on the district uh, YouTube. Um, but just because we've been doing it for four or five years now and got it kind of down pretty well, we're gonna keep doing it on the Bennington TV, and the school's been is fine with that um so um for the away events and like like this week we'll as soon as we find out more as far as what info there is you know where where we can find any streams we'll we'll get that info out as soon as possible um and then as far as like away duels um again we'll we'll try to get the info out if we find out the uh the host team isn't streaming. We'll look at possibilities for duels to stream it ourselves. It kind of depends on what kind of network we have, what the cell service is like there, um, you know, that sort of thing. You know, if we go somewhere and, you know, it's just not good cell service. I mean, I, I know I can go to, there's a spot at about 90th and, and Maple uh, restaurant there that I like to frequent that. I would never be. I I can't access any internet in that building at all whatsoever. The the cell service is just. I don't know. There's just a dead spot there. So who knows what happens when we go away? But yeah, if there's not if they're not hosting a stream, we'll try to stream uh, the duels as much as possible. But yeah, I just wanted to I guess touch on that a little bit since I'm sure that's going to come up quite a bit throughout the season. Yep. Uh, if there's any other general info you wanted to talk about or you thought of since nope i think we covered everything i was expecting to for this week and i guess we've gone a little over an hour and 20 so dove in a bit deep with so many medals you just kind of have to well that and yeah and i kind of want to go over a little bit with the with the black and blue duel there's a lot mm-hmm. of things going on there but so a lot to cover this week but 
Anytime we're talking wrestling, it's good. Yep. So we probably go on a little longer than we should. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure there's nobody disappointed I, that we're going a little longer than rather than a little short. So I guess if people have to, they can break break it up into a few lessons. So I guess uh, tune in next week then. Uh, we Like I said, we try to drop these on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evenings. Um so next week we'll recap the the triangular the the Fort Calhoun JV invite um, and the Boys Town invite and then we will preview uh, two duels Omaha Central and Millard South and then the Flatwater Fracas which will be a little bit different this year. So until next week, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>